Who are the Seattle Kraken restricted and unrestricted free agents? And would I sign them if I were Mr. Moneybags, a.k.a. Ron Francis? That's coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where we bring you your favorite team, the Seattle Kraken, every single day. My name is Erica L. Ayala. I'm your host of Locked on Kraken, have been the host since the beginning, covering that expansion draft for the podcast. And I feel like we've come a really long way, including our playoff run last year, but Still a road ahead and really got to think about this season ahead. Um, But we're going to talk about UFAs, unrestricted free agents, RFAs, restricted free agents, and my personal thoughts on them. Now, these are mostly going to be thoughts on vibes. We will... um, talk a little bit more about specific data points later on, but I'm going to give you vibes. This is going to be vibes all the way. And we'll close out the show with a Kansas City Mavericks check-in. Now, Mavericks Monday was yesterday, but we had a Monday matinee. And apologies to those of you who watch on YouTube because that video was already going to be up late, but I actually scheduled it for the wrong time. So that went up earlier today. But before we get into too much of the business of the Seattle Kraken, I want to let you know that today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Visit FanDuel.com backslash locked on to get started. And we're going to get started with our episode. I want to remind you, there are two important things, I think, that Dave Haxtell said at the last Seattle Kraken practice, the team not set to hit the ice today. And I want to remind you what he said. Here's Dave Haxtell from the Saturday practice that uh, Andre Burakovsky, quote, had no chance of getting Dave to cancel. Oh, you gotta you gotta plug the dam pretty quickly if there's a leak. If you know if you if you lose one or two, you know we know a little bit of our what our you know short term plan is here over the next couple of weeks in terms of practice and rest days. Uh, now we have to go out and execute that. There's a few veteran players that are really key to your team uh, on expiring contracts, right? You got Schultz, you got Weinberg, Everly. Does that? Like, does that change? Do you notice any kind of change in players over the years as, as they're coming up on a trade deadline? They could be a guy that gets moved. How do you even manage that with those players? Well, it's you know we all have we all have uh, a good level of trust in one another, 
And, you know, there's the, the reality of the business side of the game is, is always there. Um, it becomes more of a spotlight as you come towards the trade deadline because, you know, I mean, obviously the questions, you know, start to be asked about it and, um, it, you know, it comes a little bit more to the forefront. But at the end of the day, you know, our, our trust level is very good. <clears throat> um, everybody, you know, that, uh, that's in that scenario uh, is, is a really good veteran player and they're all very intelligent, uh, good teammates. So, you know, we're going we're gonna to make sure that we keep doing the job in the dressing room and on the ice together. Um, and the business side and the business uh, area uh, will take care of itself. So the business side will take care of itself. But Dave Haxtell alluding to and admitting that there are some veterans that are in a scenario where their number might be called and their contract and their rights might be moved at this trade deadline. And if not at the trade deadline, maybe in the off season. And so that leads me to the question, who should we keep? Who should we let walk out of the door? And it's not an easy question. And for this first round, because we're going to do this a few times, but for this first round, I just want to go on vibes. You know what my preference and my opinion would be, then we can break some things down. But um, if you heard in the clip, that was uh, Darren Brown asking the question. And the first name on the list is Jordan Eberly. So if we look at cap friendly, we can see Jordan Eberly. UFA next year, and he's uh, 6.6% of the salary cap right now, um, and uh, a UFA. I'm keeping Everly. That's my gut. I think, um, again, I want to break down some of the more thought process, but if we're going off of vibes, not thinking I mean, we can have a conversation about what Vince Dunn's extension looked like, what Jared McCann's extension looked like, and then what is the value of Everly, perhaps comparative to those contracts, but then also given his age, given his productivity, all of that stuff. But my vibes only answer is keep Everly. That's my vibes only answer. My vibes only answer for Wenberg is meh. I think if we can find some money to get back in the bank for Wenberg, I would be down for that. That being said, if we move Wenberg, is Shane Wright ready? Shane Wright, uh, he suffered an injury a couple of days ago. So is Shane Wright ready or would we be looking to replace Wenberg with another veteran? I know I said I'm going to go vibes only, but that one I, I extended a little bit too much. Tomash Tatar. So got him in a trade. You can see here he will be a UFA. Um, I I say keep Tomash. That's those are my vibes. Again, I can go into more detail, and I will go into more detail. But I say yes to Tomash Tatar. Belmar. Hmm. 
I so I and this is why I wrote this down before recording because I knew I would try to talk myself out of it. I put an X as in a uh, no to Belmars. So that was my initial reaction. So I guess I'll stick with it for now because I'm starting to think of all the other things and maybe I'll say something different down the line. Uh, going to, uh, oh, excuse me, we're already at the defenders. So let's start with um, Justin Schultz. Well, I didn't I didn't put a mark for Justin Schultz on my handy dandy notebook. I think that's because I was kind of like I'm not sure. At the, yeah, I'm not sure about Justin right now. Mm. Ooh, leaning towards yes at this part in the season, but I'm not sure. Um and then there's Chris Drieger. My gut, for a lot of different reasons, is saying, no, we are not going to retain Chris Drieger. So those are the UFAs, unrestricted free agents. I'm going to do the same process. Initial reactions, vibes only on how I feel about some of the RFAs or the restricted free agents. That's coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by our friends at FanDuel, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. You can bet on quick bets that you can find on the uh, on the app or on the website, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, future bets, which we've talked about on the show, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com backslash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the National Basketball Association. Thanks as always for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily destination. Want to remind you that Locked on Kraken has started the first ever national YouTube channel, 24-7 sports streaming channel, also available on Amazon Fire TV in the Fire TV channels app. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus all of our national shows, including Locked On NHL, which will have the women's hockey spotlight this coming Friday. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. And of course, you can also listen to Locked on Kraken on the Sirius SXM app. So go check it out. Just type in Locked on Kraken, Locked on NHL, Locked on Sports Today. And that's where you can find it. All right, let's go back to Cap Friendly. Now we're going to go through some restricted free agents for the Seattle Kraken, this is only thinking about the 24-25 season. So you can see we don't have any um, 
We don't have any uh, RFAs for the defenders in 24-25. So we'll hop back up to our forwards. First one on the block, Kyler Yamamoto. Kyler Yamamoto, I put a question mark next to. Though perhaps leaning towards no. Liked the productivity early in the season. It just didn't, it didn't, it's it wasn't giving what I think it needed to give with consistency, which again is a challenge for the Seattle Kraken. At least I believe it's a challenge for the Seattle Kraken. The next on the list, Ellie Tolvanen, heck yes. Yes. That's my answer. Heck yes. Maddie Beneers, yes. So that was pretty easy. The RFAs were pretty easy. Where it becomes complicated, of course, is where they fit in. And that's why I wanted to give you my gut reaction, all of vibes, not thinking about the math. But again, Vince Dunn, I kind of went in on Vince Dunn on yesterday's episode. Again, it went up technically early this morning on YouTube, but seven, uh, 7.35 mil, 8.8% of the cap and just the lethargy. It was very strange. I, I mean, a part of me hopes almost that he just wasn't feeling well. Maybe he's still got a little bit of a bug. I still have a little bit of, um, you know, my throat's not quite where I'd like it to be coming off of a cold. So, mm, I, I don't know. That was a strange game for Vince Dunn. Um, but his contract right now on our books is the premier contract. And so there are guys, I mean, if I was an agent, I would do this for my, for my players looking at what contracts the Seattle Kraken have given out and make a case on whether your productivity, whether your contributions are better um, at par with, or, well, I guess you wouldn't say worse, but I think that's what both sides are going to do. As far as the cap hit right now for the Seattle Kraken, you can see the projected cap hit per cap friendly, 82 mil, um, 82.6. And um, projected cap space is about a million. Current cap space, 3.5. Uh, deadline cap space, 4.9. And you can see that our roster is all Full. So definitely some decisions were not where we were a year or certainly not even two years ago where we have a lot of cap space, where we have a lot of assets in the pipeline maybe that we're willing to offload. So those were my fast, quick and dry. The, the no's for me right now at least are Drieger and Belmar. Although I don't know about Belmar. My question marks or some people that I couldn't really figure out, uh, Yamamoto, Borgen, and Schultz. Like my immediate reaction, I didn't have one necessarily one way or the other with those guys. And maybe I want to think about it. Um, oh, I guess Wenberg. I don't have a, a marker for Wenberg, but I, I believe I just said I was leaning towards no. So I'm going to mark him as no. And then my absolute yeses between the UFAs and the RFAs, Eberly, Tomas Tatar, Beneers, and Tolvanen.
let me know. Do you agree? Do you disagree? These are vibes only. We're going to break it down numerically. We're going to break it down by what they've done this season in particular, but also for those who've been with the Kraken, what they've done over their Kraken career. We're going to do all of that because we're marching up on the trade deadline. So this is the time to kind of talk about it. But vibes only, initial reaction, for what I want, again, if I were Ronnie Francis, which I am definitely not and don't want to be, like that sounds like uh, just a lot to be an NHL GM. But uh, those are my initial reactions. Let me know what you agree with, what you disagree with, um, and what are what are your vibes saying? I, I already got from some of our Locked On Kraken insiders, you're thinking the vibes are not great for Eberly. And again, I'm, I'm kind of doing this in a vacuum because I think with Eberly, what will come into play is also what we think we can get on the market, both through trade, but potentially also in free agency. So, mm, yeah, interesting. But coming up next, we're going to do a quick check-in with the Kansas City Mavericks, who have been playing pretty well, and we'll go through the standings where they are right now because next week uh, they will come to Tulsa. At least that's the plan. That game on February 14th, as a matter of fact, was postponed. So they are coming to town next week. We'll get into that as we close out today's Tuesday's episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by our friends at Game Time. If you're an everyday or an OGer, you know I absolutely love the Game Time app. I travel a lot. I'm actually headed to the airport as soon as I finish recording this episode. And so the opportunity to find killer last minute deals, all in one prices, to check out the view from my seat when I'm going to a venue, whether I'm familiar with it, like T-Mobile Park, or whether it's a new place. Like um, I did uh, like a, I did game time when I was in Chicago. Is it Comiskey now? I'd, I honestly don't know. I don't think so, but you know what I mean. We're the White Sox play. So whether I'm familiar with the venue or not, game time is definitely the place to go. And also because the best price is guaranteed. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. The all-in price shows your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. You can buy your tickets in seconds. Again, I have used game time a few times and super simple, super easy. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKED ON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, Create that game time account by downloading the uh, app and use promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price. Yeah, indeed. All right, Kraken fans, I gave you my vibes only 
thoughts on Seattle Kraken UFAs and RFAs. That's for the next season, 2024-25. We can look down the pike and see some other players. And those things also factor into a trade deadline. Those things also factor into off-season moves. For sure they do. But I just wanted to focus on the RFAs and the UFAs for next season. And now I want to take you over to our Kansas City Mavericks Monday on a Tuesday. And the Kansas City Mavericks have really put together a nice season here. I, if you are an everydayer, you know that the last time they rolled into Tulsa that I spoke to general manager and head coach Tad Ohad. They've had some interesting games against the um, I almost said Edmonton Oilers. That's not correct. The Tulsa Oilers. And it, they've had a little, it's been a little bit of a bugaboo at times. And that's because of things that honestly we talk about when it comes to the Seattle Kraken and the consistency. Now, the, the thing that I love about watching the Kansas City Mavericks is that they really are confident Offensively, I think the Firebirds are the same way. That's not always the case with the Seattle Kraken, but the the Kansas City Mavericks, and I mentioned this a time or two before, but one of the first teams to get to 30 wins in the ECHL through 48 games, they are at 36, 9, and 2, um, and they have one shootout loss. That's a 75, um, uh, 75 points on the season and a 78% win percentage. Here are some other stats and facts to know about your Kansas City Mavericks, our ECHL affiliate. I told you the record. Uh, I told you the record. It's right there. Let me make this a little bit bigger for y'all so you can see. But um, so this is the record again, the win percentage goals scored uh, on the power play, 21% clip on the power play, 37 goals scored out of 174 solid, really solid penalty kill, uh, 100 PKs um, out of 125 opportunities, 80%. So you can see the goals scored. Here, I don't have a team to compare them to, but, um, you know, you can see, again, just these numbers in a different way. Leading the charge for our Mavericks, Patrick Curry, number 17, leads the team, 58 points overall. Then you also have Max Andreev, who we've had on the program, especially for those who are a part of our Locked on Kraken Insiders. You got that full interview and you got it first, but I also have played it on the show. He has 12 goals, 38 assists, 50 points overall. It was really great talking to him, his philosophy about coming into the ECHL with a little bit of NCAA experience, particularly where he was at Cornell. And so that's the kind of stuff that I like to get for you when our ECHL team is in town. And, you know, just a few other things here. The the Kansas City Mavericks, they really haven't um, lost many games in their last handful of games they lost a game the other day, which was, if I'm mistake, if I'm not mistaken, only their second loss in the in the month of February. And really, I think they have less than five losses 
in all of 2024 right now. So, you know, not too shabby, a team that we're, we're really seeing come together. They have nine losses overall. And um, some of those did come at the hand of Tulsa. So we'll see how they fare. The Kansas city Mavericks upcoming schedule for them is um, they are actually at home. So they have a nice little home stand. They are hosting, they're hosting the Utah Grizzlies on Friday. They've had some time off too. So I'm sure, oh yeah, Tato Hat is talking about practice. He also really loves their power play um, and how they perform at the faceoff dot, which I would love to see the Kraken have that confidence, but they've had some time for practice. They're taking on the Utah Grizzlies Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So a three game swing, and then they'll have time off before they come to Tulsa next week, Wednesday, February 28th, as they take on, well, the Tulsa Oilers. And, um, I want to let you know about the Seattle Kraken schedule. So we've got a big one coming up on Thursday versus Vancouver, who just had a very wild pun, not originally intended, but I'll go with it. A very wild loss to the Minnesota Wild. So is that going to be motivation for them? Are we catching them at a good time in their season? Are they a little bit deflated, defeated? Only time will tell. All we know is the Seattle Kraken. I, for my money, if you listen to yesterday's slash early this morning's episode, I want them to be more defensively sound. I did get on Vince Dunn a little bit just because I thought there were some absent-minded plays. We can't afford that in the playoff race. Speaking of the playoff race, before we get out of here, let's take a, or I'll run you through the standings. And we talked about this the other day, but again, there are games ongoing. We're not playing, but other teams are playing right now. The Seattle Kraken sit fifth overall in the Pacific division, 57 points. We are chasing the LA Kings who have fallen to fourth place, but have 64 points on the season. They are just behind the Edmonton Oilers at 67 points. Vegas Golden Knight has 70 points. They've kind of ran out of steam while it's all steam ahead for Vancouver this season. Although they are on a two game losing streak. The only other team in the, in the Pacific division that's on a losing streak is well, the San Jose Sharks. When we look at the wild card, now this is where, again, things get a little wild for the Seattle Kraken. We are jockeying with some solid teams in the Western Conference. The LA Kings, aforementioned LA Kings, are one of them. The St. Louis Blues, the Nashville Predators, just had my squad cast with Ann Kimmel. And we did another episode talking about the PWHL. I didn't run that on Locked on Kraken. I might try to do that maybe on Friday as a bonus episode or something like that, but we'll see. Um, So we're behind Nashville, who right now is in that third wildcard spot. And then the Minnesota Wilds have leapfrogged us. Now, that being said, the Nashville Predators and the Minnesota Wild at 58 points. We are actually tied uh, with Calgary for 57 points. Our records are different, but we have 57 points. Um, and then St. Louis at 60 points. And I already mentioned earlier that the LA Kings at 64 points. They also have the best 
um, goal differential at plus 20, the LA Kings, they do. So we're going to talk about this tomorrow and certainly on the game day Thursday, but the Seattle Kraken set to hit the ice again. So we did have some, I mean, Jared McCann had a, a gnarly hit. We've had some players in and out of the lineup. And remember, I said there were two things that I wanted you to focus on. The one was the, the veterans and the UFAs, RFAs. The other was that Dave said something that I've wanted to see the Seattle Kraken implement for a while, but effectively that there's a short leash that if they're not getting the consistency and the performance that they need, that they want, that they're going to have to make changes. And he mentioned in one or two games two one or two losses. Now an overtime loss, I mean, does that give you a little bit more grace? Maybe yes, maybe no. In some scenarios, I don't think it matters, but it'll be interesting to see how quick the Seattle Kraken are willing to try and correct the ship. Uh, We really didn't have the luxury, perhaps some might argue, to do that earlier in the season with all of the injuries, but everyone is healthy, at least as far as we know. So I'm very curious to see if the Seattle Kraken do shake up the lineups a little bit more than what we've seen up to this point this season. Be kind to yourselves. Be kind to one another. We hold fast. We stay true. And until the next episode of Locked on Kraken, we stay loud and proud. Let's go Kraken. Erica L. Ayala signing out. Peace.